Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. Today, I want to talk about how to Uber your sales. That's right, how to Uber your sales. Before I get into it, just want to remind you, my new learning management platform, the Sales Mastery Academy, is up and running 23 courses and growing. I'm trying to add one or two courses every month. So if you're serious about selling, if you're serious about learning how to be better at this thing we call sales, then I advise you to look at what I have to offer. The Sales Mastery Academy, check it out at victorantonio.com. Now let's get into today's subject, how to Uber your sales. Now what I want to do is I want to use the company Uber. For those of you who know who Uber is, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who don't, Uber is basically a car service where through your app you can call a car, car arrives to pick you up, and basically you pay them a little bit of money. I mean, if you haven't heard of Uber, where have you been? In a cave? So I want to go back to a paradigm that I introduced, you know, that I use as a sales introduction rather, and it was the iceberg. Remember, 10% of the iceberg you can see, 90% you can't see. That part I didn't introduce. What I did introduce is a a way of looking at that as a paradigm for selling. For example, 10% of the iceberg is what people typically talk about, what sales people talk to the customer about. Feature, benefits, advantage, and gain. But below the iceberg, there are other issues. And to really understand this concept, because if you get this, if you understand this iceberg analogy in the context of selling, you will sell more effectively, guaranteed. So let me use Uber as an example of how they were able to go below the surface of the water and look at the other 90% of the ice that was really holding people back from buying services. So let's walk through it slowly. If I were to ask the average person today who's used Uber, why do you use it? They'll probably say one of three things. Victor, it's cheaper, right? It's convenient, and I don't have to tip. A lot of people love that last one, right? Uh, It's cheaper, it's convenient, and I don't have to tip. That's why I use Uber. But let's really now go, that's the 10% above the water, right? That's the 10% of the iceberg above, what people can see. But now let's go below the water level, the 90% below the level of the water where you can't see it. This is almost like the subconscious part of why Uber is successful. And I listed out 10 reasons 10, I call it unconscious reasons, why Uber is such a phenomenon, why it took off the way it did. Let's begin to look at what's below the water and let's think about anxieties. What anxieties do consumers have when purchasing the services of a taxi? So when you're calling a taxi, you know, what were some of your anxieties? Let's kind of think back. Before Uber, what were some of your anxieties? First, was the uncertainty of finding a taxi. Well, what if I go to a location like a bar or a restaurant, and in that area, there are no taxis? Oh, what do I do? And even if there is a taxi, well, how much would the fare be? Because I don't know how much traffic there's gonna be, so how much would that cost me? So that's another anxiety point. How about the taxi cab driver? Is this like an honest taxi cab driver? Or is this somebody who's going to just route me the long way so I'll have to pay more? So that's anxiety for me because I don't know if I'm going to get an honest taxi driver. Well, sometimes we won't even get a knowledgeable taxi driver. You ever have one of those taxi drivers that just simply doesn't know where they're going? Even with a GPS, they still get lost, right? Or, I hate to say it, don't get mad at me, but I'm also thinking maybe the taxi cab driver doesn't speak 
English. Now, this happened to me about a month ago. I was in Miami, and the person simply did not speak English driving a cab. They had the GPS, and again, it was it was one of those rides that was just kind of scary because they were looking at their GPS while trying to drive. Uh, how about if I had to call a taxi? You know, then there's a hassle of finding the right number for a taxi cab that would come in your area. Also, even if I was in a certain area, would that taxi come there? You know, I'm from Chicago. I'm from the inner city. Maybe part of, you know, taxis don't want to go to certain parts of the hood, if you know what I mean. So that's anxiety, right? And, you know, is the taxi going to be clean? You know, is this guy, you know, honest, not a psycho, not a killer? Uh, you know, you know, if I don't have cash, will they take credit cards? You know, I can go on and on. But do you see that these were a lot of anxieties that passengers had? The biggest one being, obviously, finding the right taxi. How much would the fare be? If there's a lot of traffic, how much is this going to cost me? And if I add tip, how much should I tip? And how much is this really going to cost me? And is this person honest enough or is he just going to route me the long way and it's going to cost me even more? So all this anxiety was pent up in today's consumer. So when Uber came along, Uber obviously addressed the cheaper, convenient, no tipping, but there were a lot of anxieties about location, how soon will they get there, will they even come pick me up, all these anxieties were there, and Uber was able to dispel those anxieties through their services. In other words, that's why Uber took off. To me, at a subconscious level, they really resolved a lot of issues, a lot of anxieties that the consumer had about getting a taxi. Now, how does this apply to selling? I go back to my original statement. Too often, when we look at the iceberg paradigm, we focus on the 10% that's above the water. We talk about our features, we talk about our benefits, we talk about our advantages, and we say to the customer, ta-da, you see what I mean? This is why you should buy our product. It's the best, right? What we don't think about is the 90% below the surface. And that 90% below the surface may be what's really holding the sale back. For example, the customer may be thinking, you know, is, is this going to really work? You know, if I buy from you, is it really going to work? Now, sometimes they're not even going to state these deeds, right, or these concerns. But they're also going to wonder, you know, what kind of guarantee will I have that this works? And on top of that, if I decide to buy this service or this product, you know, that's going to be a disruption to my business. You know, how is that going to work out? What do I have to change? And because we're buying a new product or a new service, will there, do I have to do any retraining? And if I do, how much is that going to cost? Understand? This is all anxiety that's within your customer. Also, because I bought a new, I'm buying your product or service now, what's the delivery impact on my products to my customer? In other words, if I buy your product or your software, how's that going to impact my delivery to my customer? And, oh, by the way, and in the future, if I wanted to expand, you know, could I, is this upgradable? Is it expandable? Or how about from an administrative standpoint? If I buy this product or this service, what do I have to change to my internal processes? In other words, do I have to change any work policies? Do I have to kind of update any documentation? Do I have to do any system updates to get this product or service into the system? And again, what about the quality? What if it breaks down? You know, who's going to service this? And how do I transition from this product to your product without disrupting too much what's going on in my business? And then if I'm making the decision, you know, okay, now I feel the pressure that if this doesn't work, you know, I might get fired. Do you get the idea? I could go on and on. But what I am trying to emphasize to you, 
much like Uber understood the true anxieties of their consumer, the passenger who gets into the taxi, I need you to understand the real anxieties of your consumer, why they're not buying. Look, logically, you could present the features, the benefits, the, the advantages of why your product or service is better. The problem is that subconsciously, at an emotional level, there's all these things that they're thinking about that may or may not go wrong. And unless you assuage those concerns, when you're talking in your presentation, unless you address these concerns that you know are there, your customer will have that anxiety. And because they have that anxiety and you have not addressed it in your presentation, they're gonna say things like, well, you know what, let us think about it, or maybe we'll do it next quarter. When you hear these things, that means somewhere, Somewhere in your presentation, you may have proved the feature benefit advantage of your product or service, but what you didn't do is reduce their anxiety level, reduce their anxiety level, make them feel good about what they were buying, and you didn't increase their certainty, right? Because it's all about reducing anxiety and increasing their certainty. Because the more certain I am about what I'm buying and how it's gonna work out, the better I'll feel. So keep this in mind. Next time you're doing a presentation, start moving away from feature benefit advantages. By that I mean, talk about them, but shift over very quickly to what the customer is really thinking. What's below the surface? What are some of their anxieties? And how can you reduce that anxiety and increase their certainty? Do this and you will definitely Uber your sales. Anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. And again, thank you for the lot of comments I'm getting on YouTube and the different channels. I'm trying to keep up with all these comments, so thank you, but I'll do my best to try to keep up. Again, also, check out my sales training platform. I am super excited about this. I have all the best courses on there. Again, 23 and growing. And again, if you go to victorantonio.com or go to salesmasteryacademy.us, you'll be able to check it out. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.